Dhando Takko Rokudo, the 65th episode. My name is Abhishek, and I have, as usual, Akhilesh on the other line. Hi, Aki. Hi, Abhishek. How are you? Doing very good, except that I spend most part of the day watching Alistair Cook bat out of his so-called skin to score 190 against India, and Peterson scored another 50. So, been a great day for cricket and a lousy one for India. And I am very happy that England is going to win this test as well. So. I hope so. It will be great fun. I don't, I don't think England has. When was the last time England won a test match in India? I don't remember. Suddenly, England England batsmen are playing spin so well. I am I'm surprised. I have never seen them play spin so well on Indian turfs. Yes, in fact, Ashwin got his first wicket in the 46th over. He didn't bowl badly, but he got his first wicket in the 46th over after a lot of toil and effort. But Akhilesh, let's get on with the topic that we have. That is. the big fuss that was made by the french government with arcelor mittal what was the whole fuss about aki what happened there you know in france uh, arcelor mittal had already two uh, factories in florange which is a small town of 11000 people near the border with germany and they decided one day that they were going to close one unit down the french government didn't take it very well and they decided that we will, we are going to nationalize all the steel factories inside the country including the arcelor mittal one which resulted in hue and cry amongst its, its workers laborers etc and now after that threat once again when arcelor mittal are going to introduce 234 million dollars into that very project there are cues of that they might get closed down again it, we don't know the uncertainty is there and it is also seen that european steel industry is struggling with overcapacity at the time of the recession uh, in the euro area and cheap competition in emerging markets also that the demand for steel is going down in entire europe and recently when boris uh, who's the mayor of london he visited india and he took a dig at the french government saying that if any indian company wants to open shop in london or in uk we will not come in the way like the french government has although these two factories will employ 600 jobs mittal wanted to close them because they were you know, loss making and uh, the president said you have to keep them open but mittal is not to blame as much because the decision to close down these two blast furnaces they were part of the 2003 apollo investment plan of arcelor before mittal steel took it over in 2006 mm-hmm. so what mittal is saying is that the apollo investment plan whatever the document it would have been it said that it planned to shut down the production capacity at four sites in whole of western europe and Uh, this included these two plants so why the big hue and cry about it and arcelor mittal itself is losing a lot of money in europe its uh, operating loss is 66 dollar per ton in the third quarter which has totaled up to a 49 million dollar loss for all of the company so they said that we are taking an informed decision like any businessman would do and if you keep these two blast furnaces at florange open and if they are idle it will cost the company anywhere between 20 to 40 million dollars annually one thing is very intriguing in this entire scenario that you know that numbers are falling as far as demand for steel is concerned and you are pumping in 234 million dollars in that 
I really don't understand the business sense. All right, here's the deal. A steel capacity or a steel unit has two parts to it. One is the blast furnaces and second is the rolling mills. Correct, correct. Because when we were in the 10th, mein the, na, when we were in 10th, we had a five mark question always <laughs> in 10th class that extraction of steel from right. iron ore from the blast furnace and we had to draw a diagram of how it happened and everything yeah, in chemistry. Yes, I think a rolling mill is an important part of that. I don't quite remember it. But the deal was that a factory, if it is put for sale, it is of no use if one of the two is missing. That is, if if you have no blast furnace and only a rolling mill, what Mittal wants to do is, in the end, he wants to close down the two blast furnaces at Florange and he wants to continue steel making at different sites. There is one place called the Dunkirk on the English Channel and another one at the Mediterranean. So what it wants to do is it wants to keep its rolling mills at Florence running and wants to concentrate on steel making that is a blast furnace part somewhere else. Now the French government is saying, boss, you cannot do that because a whole steel unit without the furnace makes no sense if it wants to nationalize it because it will not find any buyers. That's why uh, the French government doesn't want it to close down these two blast furnaces when it makes far more economic sense for Mittal to do so. Why is there so much politics involved in this is that France is not doing too well. Uh, it's public debt. It's 90% of the GDP. It's running a near permanent budget deficit that is excess of expenditure over revenues. Like we have the Sensex in India, in Mumbai, in the BSE. They have something called as a CAC 40 stock market index. It was started in 1987. Not a single new company over the past three years has made it on the top 30 list. Unemployment is about 3 million, which is over 10%. And the youth unemployment, that is people below 30 years of age, it's 25%. And just like in India, we have so many bureaucratic hurdles. Many, many companies there, they do not exceed 49 employees because once you have more than 50 employees, there are a lot of regulations which kick in. So the entrepreneurs are very happy in running smaller units and not expanding. Why does it matter that France does well is that we all know about the euro and what is happening. It is also the world's fifth biggest economy, the sixth biggest exporter. And the good news is that in spite of all this, in the first half of 2012, it was the world's fourth biggest recipient of FDI. Another good news is that in spite of all the troubles, uh, unlike in India or many of the European nations, the president is all powerful. There is no concept of coalition government in France. So which would mean that some analysts are saying that it's good at a time when decisions need to be taken. At the moment, Mittal Sahab is not happy, but he's agreed to invest 180 million euros, like you mentioned at the beginning, or 234 million dollars. Moving ahead in another business news in another European country, which is... Don't you think, Abhishek, we have been speaking on Europe for oh, past three podcasts? <laughs> I think so. We promise our listeners that this will possibly be the last one until we come come to you with other Euro updates. While we leave you with this one is that what happened in the last week, we could not miss this, is Greece on the 27th of November got another bailout package of $34.4 billion. And Germany is going to approve it. <laughs> Absolutely. Even our dear friend Sneha, who resides in Germany, was really upset about this. <laughs> Why so? Because she also has to pay the tax for bailout of Greece. She says that ki wo kare aur kharcha humko padta hai. And that's what the mo- most of the <laughs> Greece population is saying, because there are only two ways to, to get Greece out. One is spending cuts and second is tax increases. And uh, Greece is going all out on both of them. And of course, then you, you have people loaning them money to get themselves out of it. But it is, like I said, based on many, many conditions. One of them is that uh, 
Greece will have to buy its own debts back. At that is, there is there is something called as a debt buyback scheme, wherein a country who has a lot of outstanding debt it buys its own debt back at a discounted price due to a crisis. And Greece will be trying to lower its debt burden by doing just that, by buying back its bonds at very low prices. And the IMF is saying, "Hang on, we'll see how this all goes." The whole deal includes that the Greece's interest on all the debt bailout loans will be reduced, and creditors are saying, "We will write off some of the debts that you owe us, and we'll write them off as bad debts." In spite of another 34 billion euros. that they have been given many eu uh, european union officials they say that greece will have to be quote unquote extremely lucky to get by without another round of such debt restructuring so this is not the end only the beginning many people are saying and there is one quote by one mr john claude junker the prime minister of luxembourg and the president of the euro group of finance minister he says that we know what is to be done we just don't know how to get reelected after we have done it Anyway let's move on to the last topic of the day that is uh, Australia in the country which loves its sports and having fun it has banned having a brand name or advertising on cigarette packets so there will only be plain cigarette packaging in Australia starting this month so it has replaced all the brand logos and colors with one little olive green cover which has gruesome pictures of deceased body parts and it depicts children and babies which are made ill by smoking one of them has dangerously stained teeth the other one has uh, i don't know if you've seen that movie called the clockwork orange by stanley mm. kubrick where the main guy the protagonist is his eyes are kept forcibly open using some clamps yeah i've seen that that is one picture which says it might cause eye cancer and the reason is they want to deter the young people from smoking if you want to deter them then stop production what is this nonsense going that about? is that is exactly what <laughs> one of the retailers said he said that why don't you just stop it because now when i get my packets it takes me 4 hours to get them stacked up in my shop because i don't i can't know what is what because i have to read the plain packaging what is marlboro lights and what is let's say camel he said that it it usually used to take me an hour now it takes me 4 hours the government should have just banned them all together and we could have just you know gone about our business selling other stuff but nope people will continue buying cigarettes uh, i don't know across the world i think the best policy is in holland where you have everything openly available for sale without this hypocrisy of uh, showing some kind of dirty picture on the cigarette packet in amsterdam you just go there you want to have a smoke you want to do any any kind of you know what are so called vices that are called you are free to do and there are churches normal life running alongside that like houses people living having fun kids friends everyone is doing everything alongside that why can't people be like that throughout the world i don't know because <laughs> australia is relying not on what some countries like holland are doing they are relying on many many market research studies where they say that if you have not started smoking by age of 26 then there is a 99% chance that you will never take up this habit and if you if you take the glamour away from the packaging people will be less inclined to go to a pan bidi equivalent in the uk in the in, in australia and buy it over the counter but the companies are not worried they are saying that australia has one of the world's lowest smoking rates and it will barely have any impact on the profits of some of these multinationals and the problem is other countries are considering similar steps in fact in india lok sabha mp bhaijayant jay panda on wednesday he said that he introduced what is called the private members bill and he he said 
let's do something similar like what australia has done by making amendments to the existing cigarettes and other tobacco products act 2003 so that is what some of the companies are worried about that if other countries start following this idea then it makes that much more difficult because cigarette advertising is banned on mass media so that's about it from this episode of busy nation log on to the indicas.com leave your comments there like us on facebook indicas podcast network you can find us there bye bye, bye. Bye-bye.